Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, can't find nothing on the radio. Yo, turn to that station. <laughs> This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Jeff Lutz. We should be in the moment, but also it's good to have something to look forward to. Oh, that's true. In Jason Duda. Yeah, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong or anything like that. It's just that you're you're looking forward to something. Lesson one, lose the goatee. Lesson two, get a suit. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's showtime, baby. You'll go wacko, bananas, nuts, crazy, unbelievable. Good afternoon and welcome. It is Bob and Jeff on KFH Radio. I am Jeff. Jason is Bob. And that's what I'm going with today. It's an odd thing to speak. Well, you're over there shaking your head, looking at your phone, being disgusted about something. I'm trying to get the password for the Wi-Fi. And I can't, getting, so my phone's not working. Getting very easily frustrated. I got all, some stuff happening today. All Bob traits. It's all Bob traits. It's stud 10 Wi-Fi. It's not. Yes, it is. Stud 10 Wi-Fi. Okay, all just a second. All Let's lowercase. See. Well, it works One, for me. One, zero. Not y- 10 Wi-Fi. Stud 10 Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Do you know how to spell Wi-Fi? W-I-F-I. Yeah. You got me there. And incorrect password. Well, it was my it was a correct password for me. Which which uh It's very disappointing. Which network are you trying to connect to? I don't know. Let's see here. Odyssey. Wouldn't that be the one here in the studio? I guess. I mean, that's my guess. I don't know. Well, I thought you were supposed to know this stuff. I did I do know. And I put in stud ten Wi Fi and it worked. Do you really need Wi Fi on your phone when you're sitting directly? In front of a laptop that is connected to the internet. What are you talking about? You need it to send your little iMessages. iMessage? What's an iMessage? A message from an iPhone to another. You can do that? Through your what? Your phone to your computer? No. So you're not even listening. Well, I'm very confused. Can you just put the phone down and do the show? I got it now. So I'm money. Okay, okay put the phone down. Should I down. turn my ringer off now? I would, I would hope so, yes. Oh. Oh, good thing I just See, turned it off. That would have went crazy. See, here's here's the problem. As I what's your problem? As now? I so eloquently mentioned on Twitter that this might be the worst day ever for human existence. Today, July thirteenth, twenty 
2023 might be the worst day to be alive in history. Why? Because here's why. Do you know there's no sports? And I'm not counting the I NBA. I am more than aware of that. Did you know that the Hollywood actors went on strike? Did they? Yes. The actors? The actors went on strike. Why did the actors go on strike? Because they want to be paid more money. Wimbledon, yes. There's tennis on. Okay, great. Did you know that the actors are striking? No, I did not know that. Did you know that the writers are 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 already striking? Yeah, I knew they were striking. So there's everybody's striking. Yeah. Did you know UPS is probably going to strike? UPS might strike. So no, everybody's striking. No sports, no entertainment. And you can't get packages. And you can't get packages. You can't get, if you order a sports jersey, you might not get it. It's a million degrees outside. Now, I know that's not everywhere. No. So some... Uh, aspect of human existence is not affected by our heat. True. So I'm not going to project that onto others, but we are experiencing it, right? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, we are also in the midst of a presidential race, and that sucks. No one likes to be uh, inundated with political messages and all of that stuff, right? But we are. Yes. Uh, I don't like it. No. Uh, it's also not the weekend. It's also not even Friday. It's the day before Friday. Nobody likes Thursdays. You know, you're making a lot of points today that I might have to agree with. Yeah. And we're doing a radio show. And we are. Do, uh, Bob left us. On purpose. On the worst day to exist in That's human history. That's why he wanted me to come in today. Probably. Huh. Huh. Old Robert. Always finds a way, that guy. Always finds a way. And uh, and you come in a little bit grumpy, and I just get, and I stop. get it, and I get it. On some level, it's the worst day to exist in human history. Yeah. So how am I supposed to feel? But you're supposed to counteract that with a little positivity, you know. What are you talking about? I, that's what I'm talking about. I don't get it. I know. I don't get You're it. You're not a positive person, right? Not right now. You're not an optimistic guy. Absolutely, I am. You don't look for the good in, in people and things. Always do. You don't see the silver lining under the cloud. Basically, everything you've said is all about yourself. What do you mean? Everything you said I is... I see the good in things sometimes. It's all about yourself. It has nothing to do with me. Don't well, throw me in that. No, no. Well, I'm not letting that Today happen. is the day to prove it. Prove what? What do I got to prove? That you're a positive person and an optimistic guy and an upbeat human being. I have to do that. Yeah. Just to prove it to me. I don't got to prove anything to you. I have nothing that I need to prove to you. There's not one thing I need to prove to you. Well, that's, Is what, there? that's what you might think, but I disagree. Yeah, but that's just your opinion. <laughs> so for me, that means nothing. My opinion I will means listen nothing to, your, to you. I, admit, I will listen to your opinion, and in this regard, your opinion means nothing. Oh, that's too bad. Because it's wrong. Um, there's a few things. It might be. Is there really? A, is there a few things? There's a few things I want to talk about that have nothing to do with sports. Okay. Um, Let me see if I know anything about it. Oh, I'm going to set up the show first. Okay. Because it's important. I tried, I tried today, Jason. There are three... Uh, players for the Aftershocks who have never played for the Aftershocks and who did not play basketball at Wichita State. There are three such players. And I tried so hard 
to get all three of them on the show today. And you know what happened? Nothing. I got all three of them on the show today. No, you got I got all three of them on the show today. Wow. That's what you call taking over. Well, hit, hit us with it. Uh, at 225, out of the University of North Carolina Central, Jordan Parks will join us. Fantastic. Yeah, you know, we're going to learn about Jordan Parks. Do I, do I have his, you know, biographical information distorted in my brain? No, I don't. But that's why we, ha- that's why we do interviews, right? That's right. We, uh, we try to learn about people, learn what makes them tick, learn why Jordan Parks said, yeah, I'll play for the Aftershocks. Okay. Uh, at 2.45, out of the University of Kentucky and a transfer to the University of Cal at Berkeley, Marcus Lee. Oh, really? Yes. Marcus Lee's coming to play for the Marcus Shockers. Marcus Lee is coming to play for the Shockers. He was on the team, on the Kentucky team that beat Wichita State uh, in the second round of the NCAA tournament when Wichita State was 35-0. and However, he did not play in that game. He was a freshman, and they were just loaded with NBA guys. True. Julius Randle and the Harrison guys. They had a bunch. Yeah, they had had talent. And they beat Wichita State, 78-76. Fred Van Vliet missed a three at the buzzer. You remember that game? I do. I watched it. It was a a fantastic game. Very stressful, because at that time, I was a pretty big Wichita State basketball fan. Maybe I will be again someday. There's a chance. But I was watching it from the, from the what do you call the upper part of the arena? The bowels is the, the bottom. The bowels is the bottom. What's the top? Like the, sea, the rafters. Basically from the rafters of the Keel Center, whatever it was called in St. Louis back then. Uh, Scott Trade Center probably. Uh, I was at the top of the arena looking down. Uh, really pulling for Wichita State, but couldn't couldn't express it in any way. That's too bad. And then I wrote a story about it. You well, should read it. It's fantastic. I bet you I should go back and read that. Um, Maybe something. Yes. At 3 o'clock, Jason, yeah. I'm going to give you the choice. You get, you get to choose what we do at 3 o'clock. Whoa. Okay. This is new. So you can choose either we have a Jeff and Jason draft. Okay. Or you can choose... Uh, I will tell you the two years from now NFL team that's going to be great, and then we maybe simgen there a couple records. Whoa, that's a that's what. Do I have to pick now? You can think about it. I'm going to think about it. But uh, you know, you got to come up with something fairly soon because that happens in 49 minutes and change. Yeah, for us that's an eternity. Well, I hope not. I hope it goes quickly. Well, it'll go quickly, but it's an eternity for us. And at 325, out of the University of Nebraska by way of Butler Community College, by way of Hutchinson High School, Caleb Walker. Oh. Yeah. Well, look at you running them down. Run, ran them down. Just ran them all down. And they down. all said yes, and they all you know, were enthusiastic about it. They weren't like, hey, well, maybe, give, you know, can we do this instead? It was all yes, yes, yes. It was... Straight yeses down the board. You're something. Isn't that amazing? You're something. Oh, I don't think I can take a whole lot of credit for that. I. Somebody else did it for you? No, I got I was uh, I got the numbers from somebody. Oh. I texted the people. That was my part, and then they said yes. It was like a it was like a team effort. That's fantastic. 
I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad and it worked out. Yeah. And so here's the thing, Jason. I bought Eagles tickets yesterday. Uh-oh. So you are going. I am going. I'm going right now. Because, stop. Okay. We got to go back to Tuesday. Let's go back so to last Tuesday. time I was involved in this conversation. Three-man booth. In the three-man booth, and you weren't going, and then all of a sudden you were getting a stipend from Papa Bob. Oh, yeah, Bob. We need, that stipend's going to be big for us. So Papa Bob threw in a stipend, and then you were thinking about it. Then you were going to maybe take the trailer. Then you weren't going to take the trailer. Then you were going to fly. Then you weren't going to fly. We were then never going to fly. Then you were going to drive. We were always And then drive. you were going to stop to drive, but you weren't going to stay in a hotel unless it was a Motel 6. And so no Super 8. You had to talk to your lovely wife and then figure out what was going on. So now that people know where I'm at, where are you? I bought a ticket to see the Eagles at Madison Square Garden on September the 7th, the opening show of the long goodbye farewell tour for the Eagles. So I'll be in New York. In eight weeks, eight weeks from today, the Eagles kick off the long goodbye. And I'm going to be there at Madison Square Garden. On the floor? No, I don't do floor seats. Why? Because I don't like floor seats. Oh, I'm just asking. And they're extremely expensive. That's another reason probably um, why. Especially for the Eagles. I want to get your perspective on this, actually, because the ticket buying experience yesterday turned out to be pretty simple. Because I got in as early as possible, uh, and most of the tickets were still available. Have you ever been to like a big, big show, big no. like a big, big concert? No. It the ticket well, buying. Well, yeah, I went to one in Kansas City, so I guess a decent size. Not. Huge. Did you buy? Did you buy tickets? I did not buy them. My wife bought them. Do you know how she bought them? Like what what Through site she went to? One of the Ticketmaster places, or maybe not Ticketmaster, but one of those sites. The resale, maybe? Could be. The I resale kn- sites are crazy. Are but they? also, buying tickets is crazy. Uh, again, it was easy for me yesterday. But a ticket in the same section that I'm sitting in at Madison Square Garden today is $550 more than I paid for it. What? Isn't that crazy? Why? I don't know. How's that? And some seats are in the five figures. They're trying to sell them for ten thousand dollars. These and this is on Ticketmaster, which, after all the tickets go, the resale tickets are now on Ticketmaster. So the tickets that you got originally at the normal price now they're even jacked up to insane prices, and they're going like crazy for Madison Square Garden. A because it's Madison Square Garden, B, because it's the first stop of the tour, and C, because everybody wants to go, and they sold out like that. So they're sold out? Pretty much. They're going to be. All the tickets are, I think, spoken for, except some of them are being resold uh, by jerks who just want to jack up the price on you and make some money. Well, I could probably make some money. Probably could. But you know what? Then I'd be without a ticket. Yeah, and I'd have to buy a ticket for the crazy prices that they are now. Or you just sell it, make some money, and don't go watch, listen to the radio. What What would that do? Close your eyes, listen to the radio, and pretend like you're in Madison Square Garden. I don't think that works. Oh yeah, I've heard a uh, lot. Of, I've, I've heard those songs. It It would work a lot of times. You should try it. Have you, you ever know, tried it? I've heard them a lot of times. You want to know uh, an experience where I've never heard them? Yeah, inside Madison Square Garden. With a bunch of rowdy New Yorkers. Right. 
Here's a conversation I was having with somebody. Okay. Uh, you're, are you, okay, I'll just, uh, I am the type of person that 100%, especially at an Eagles concert, if you are talking around me and, I can, and I can hear it, we shut that down immediately. Right. Not even, we're not going to wait a song or two to see if you stop. We are shutting it down. Now. Right. So if that happens in New York. Oh. Are you going to do it? Do I, what do I do? Why would you change? That's uh, a good because it's New York, and these guys are tough out here. They're not. How do you know the guys that you've done it to before aren't tough? They're not. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what if you're sitting beside uh, two people from Washington that are doing it? Then we then yes, we tell them. Well, how do you know if you? What if you don't know? We they're had from a Washington? conversation before the show about it, and they told me they were from Washington. Mm. So then you do it. Yeah. What if they're from Canada? Definitely. You're supposed to be nice from Canada. And there were two hockey players that had a couple pops in them. Oh, I'd crush them. (laughs) (laughs) They would be deathly afraid. I bet they would. I bet they would. I mean, that's just how I feel. Well, if you feel that way, it shouldn't matter where these people are possibly from. But I'm going to the first stop in so are you, Madison so Square Garden. So how excited Garden. are you about this? And I'm also going to the last stop at St. Paul, the last stop of this leg of the tour in St. Paul, Minnesota. Unfortunately, they added a second show, so my show will not be the last show of this leg. However, I got a little news for you. Uh-oh. I bet I end up at that show, too. I was going to say, is it the next night? Yes. Yeah, you'll be at both. I guaranteed to close down those the When's leg of that the tour. One? That's uh, November seventeenth and eighteenth. Man, got Just, a little break between. You're taking some time. How much time are you taking for that trip? Well, well a couple days. But here's the, I only have to take four days off for New York because it's Labor Day Monday. I get that off immediately. Right. Beautiful. So you take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. That's right. You'll be back Sunday. Yeah. So you can go and do the show? Of course. And talk about it. That's what a lot of people are hoping for. I would think that's the whole reason why you're going. I, my excitement level right now, not not really high. My I'm nervous now. What? I, I've never been to You've New York. You've been to like fifty of these concerts. I've never been to New York City. I don't know I don't know what to do. I don't know what why to do. Why does in New, New York. York City scare you? Because you can't drive. And you rely on public transportation, and I don't like that. I don't like not knowing. I don't like not being in control of the situation, right? What if what if something happens? Well, it could what happen. If the anywhere. train's late. What if I'm late? What if, I mean, you know, I'll be there eight hours before the show. I was going to say you'll be there early. Yeah, you're right. So what? Do, but what I don't you know about? where we're going to stay. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm just. I have nerves. Are you, you staying in New York? I don't think so. So how are you going to get there? We're going we're gonna to drive. Yeah, but you're going by yourself. No, I'm going to the concert by myself. Yeah. But I don't think I'm driving. Am I? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. These are things that have to be ironed out. Wow. You might be in a pickle. I don't think so. I think so. But I'm just nervous about it right now. I don't know why you're nervous I, about it. I always figure it out. But, again, going to a different place and, you know. No, a, I don't. You don't? 
So you'd be confident going to New York for a concert. You'd just be like, oh, I'll, I know exactly the... No, the, the, I don't, but you're going by yourself. You're going to get there so early that you have so much time that it's not going to matter. I know, but it's still getting around. It's still the, what subway do I get on? I know that all of that will be spelled out for me, but right now, not knowing is messing with me a little bit. But then find out. I will. But I have to if wade into it. You know, I have to ease my way yeah, into it. Yeah, but you it. just said it's driving you nuts, and you're going to wade if I, to do it. No, I'm going to wade. I'm going to go gently into the water. I'm going to, uh, you know, my feet go first, and then slowly walk Makes in. zero sense. I, if I do it all at once, I'll be sensory overload. You're already overloaded. Typically, yeah. That's well, why I'm so slowing, then get that's her why done. I'm slowing this one down a get little bit. Get her done. Oh, I'll be it's there. It's still bothering you, so get her done, then I'll it's be not going to bother you. Section 106. Oh, I'll look for you. I if anyone else it. is going, hey. I think I got it on pay-per-view coming up. That one's on pay-per-view from MSG. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, no, it is. I already got it. I already booked it. Well, good. Yeah, so I'll look for you. 106. You get on an aisle? No. Right in the middle? Yeah. Maybe toward the end. I don't really know. It was a, it was a, it was a quick trigger, you know? Like, oh, that seat's available. Click. Done. Gotcha. Because I, was, I wasn't doing it right at first. So once I figured out the way to do it right, I just basically clicked the first good seat I saw. So you're good to go. I'm good to go. Yeah, what a good player you are. All right, let's, uh, let's take a break. Already? We got uh, Jordan Parks coming up. Fantastic. From the University of North Carolina Central. But more importantly, he's playing for the Aftershocks, and that's uh, getting going pretty soon. That it is. All right, stay with us. Jordan Parks, when we return, Jason Duda, Jeff Lutz, it's Bob and Jeff on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
Welcome back. It is music from the summer of 1983, which just happens to be the first summer I was alive. Wow. Big. That's pretty exciting. So these songs were in my ears probably at some point. Lawyers in Love. Oh, I got to tell you about that, uh, Max, here in a little bit. But right now, let's go to the IHOP hotline and talk to a player who will join the Aftershocks when they start playing here at Coke Arena next Thursday. Uh, they got the B1 Ballers in round one. I'm talking about uh, Jordan Parks. Hey, Jordan, how are you? Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, we're doing well. So I have a, I have a non-basketball question to start because uh, I'm going to New York City for the first time in a couple months. You were uh, born in the city, Staten Island, graduated from high school in Queens. Obviously, you know the city well. What would you tell just a total rookie uh, going to New York City about getting around and, you know, feeling comfortable? Um, I would say just don't be intimidated by public transportation. <laughs> I think um, a, a lot of people get there, they get intimidated, and, like, it kind of takes away from the experience from them because they, they hear and see so many things about it, and they, they they don't actually realize that it's a really good tool to use to see the city and so many things that aren't so – uh, I guess, mainstream touristy, you know? That's well put, Jordan. You're going to be one of my favorite <laughs> players on this team with that because I told him the same thing, and I've never been there. I said, why oh, wow. are you intimidated? I said, why be intimidated? Just go. Like, what's the big deal? Wow. Yeah, no, I, I know. I can, I can see why, like, people who are not used to taking public transportation and you see the trains moving so fast and so many people, and, you know, New Yorkers are a bit uh, dismissive sometimes, so... Um, I can understand it, but, you know, once you get on the train the first time, you realize it's a bit, it's a bit more simple than it comes off, you know? <laughs> so he'll be, he'll be okay. He'll be all right. Yeah, and if you, if, Jordan, if you knew this guy, you'd understand why he asked you the question. <laughs> so um, anyways, hey, why don't you give us a little rundown of yourself where you played your high school ball, obviously played college in Central, Central Florida, North Carolina Central, that sort of thing. And, and where, what are you That's doing in now? North Carolina, by the way. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Tips. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I I played at a few different high schools in New York. I spent time at um, Hempstead High School on Long Island. Um, I transferred to a Catholic school that was uh, very powerful at the time, um, St. Dominic's, for a year. Um, I ended up back in Hempstead, and I finished ultimately in Queens um, at the school where my father and my uncles and my family all graduated from. My, my high school coach actually was my father's basketball coach, and um, that led me to obviously junior college, like you said, College Central Florida, uh, blessed enough to win a national, a junior college national championship there. Uh, it, it garnered me a lot of offers, and um, I ultimately chose uh, North Carolina Central, where we uh, that was that was North Carolina Central's first year. This my junior year. We the first year North Carolina Central uh, made the NCAA tournament, and we had the highest seed that a HBCU had ever received in the tournament. And um, yeah, so I had two really good years there. Two really good years in junior college. Did a lot of winning. Um, brought, got myself overseas. Um, been in Italy for this will be my eighth season out wow. of nine years in Italy. Yeah, um, I won a a second division championship um in Italy. I've actually I've actually made it to the finals three times. Um won one 
And um, this year I was uh, blessed enough to play on a with a really big organization, uh, which is Venice. Uh, we had a up and down year, finished fourth place though, and um, I actually ended up signing a three year extension. So you know things have been going well basketball wise for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations. We're talking with uh, Jordan Parks. He's a he's a member of the AfterShocks. Uh, they get going uh, here in Wichita a, a week from today. So tell us about how you ended up uh, on the AfterShocks. I'm sure there was a connection somehow with a, a Wichita State overseas player, perhaps, or or how did that all come together for you? Oh, so the connection was uh, McDuffie. Um, I, I played with him uh, not this season, but the previous season uh, in Naples, in Italy. Uh, it was his first time coming up to the first division. Uh, you know, he's a bit younger than me, not so much. So, you know, kind of we, we grew a relationship. He's from Jersey. I'm from New York. And we know a lot of common. We have a lot of friends in common, a lot of basketball coaches, um, we actually played for the same team in a um a summer pro am this year. Uh but yeah, McDuffie, that's my guy. Very close with him. So he had he had actually mentioned it to me last last summer. Um, but I wasn't so eager to play T B T. And um I don't know, this summer I just kind of felt a little different. I wanted to have a chance to to play and they kinda of, came in at the right time and asked me to join the team. So, you know, it was kind of a easy yes for me. So, obviously, uh, being overseas and, and that sort of thing, is that something that when you got over there you were not sure about and then you got there and it's it's one of these things where it's like, I don't want to leave. Is is that kind of where you're at? Obviously, you sign an extension. So, is this something that uh, you're very comfortable with, with where your career is, is uh, ended up? Um, yeah, I'm definitely comfortable with it. Um, I think that I know it's a little different for this era of basketball, but the era I was growing up in, you know, we were at the very tip of social media. You you go overseas and you have no knowledge of it because obviously the guys who are from around your way, when they're home in the summertime, who's playing overseas, they're, they're not home. They're vacationing, trying to find time to themselves. So it's kind of hard to find you know, a mentor or somebody's brain to pick to ask about those things. So when you first go over there, I mean, it was a, it was a bit confusing, but my upbringing and how my life was, you know, I, I never really had a steady place to stay. Well, not, let me not say that. I, I, I moved, I moved from my mom's house into some family members' houses just to have better opportunities and things like that. So I was used to kind of being uncomfortable and moving and I went to school in North Carolina Florida, being away from home. So that, that transition was kind of easy. Obviously, the language barrier is difficult, but um, I got I, I mean, I was fortunate enough to play in a country like Italy all these years. I played one year in Germany where they speak English well. But, um, yeah, you get comfortable with it after a while. Uh, I think it also, what plays a part is I had an Italian agent, so they were pushing me in Europe, and I never really... Uh, I never really honestly thought about or even pushed for an NBA gig. So, and I know that the opportunities here are a lot larger than, you know, what the G League has to offer. So I'm content. I enjoy living. I've picked up the language. Um, You know, I try to dive into culture as much as possible. 
That's awesome. Jordan Parks, our guest, uh, played uh, collegiately in North Carolina Central, has had a lengthy professional career so far and is uh, joining the Aftershocks for TBT. So, I mean, you got into it a little bit, but what was it like for you just breaking in to professional basketball after college? Was that something you felt like you were ready for? Was it something you had to pursue yourself or did enough people see you that uh, you were confident that you'd be able to, to play at that level? And, you know, you've had a long, long career, obviously. So how much do you feel like you've improved as a professional? Oh, um, so I, I, as far as overseas basketball, like I felt like I knew I was ready. Um, well, I knew I was ready because just growing up, I hadn't really ran into a level of basketball that I couldn't compete with. So I thought for sure, as far as the basketball part of it, I was, I was going to be fine. Um, actually getting the gig came a little easier than I thought. Um, I guess enough people have seen me play. Obviously, I had the NCAA tournament. I played in the NIT. Um, my, my, my final game was the NIT against Miami, and I actually had an agent um, approach me immediately after that game, and then kind of agents started rolling in. So I started having lunches and dinners, and I chose my agency, who happened um, to be an Italian agency. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't really much work I had to do on my side. I had already done my work, so... You know, that works through their connections and things like that. And the offers came in um, a little easier than I thought, honestly. And, um, yeah, it, 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 it became a lot longer than, I guess, some people even expected for my career. Um, and it's, it, I definitely learned a lot. Um, professionally, I think I've, I've grown vastly. Um, I started as a four. And I kind of I'm expecting to be playing the two this season. So I've put in the work to change my game and kind of mold myself into, um, you know, a different player. Um, and and my my work habits are uh, I I believe are extremely like sharp and and it's come over the years over the last nine years of being being overseas, I get to see so many guys and be influenced by so many different people that um, I take bits and pieces from what I see and I just, you know, put it into my lifestyle of what I think can help me get to where I want to go, which is ultimately your league. And, um, yeah, so uh, it, it's definitely helped a lot. Well, Jordan, I don't know, uh, other than what McDuffie's told you, do you know much about Wichita? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you have never been here, it's not like Venice. It will be different. Yeah, I've been to Wichita <laughs> three times. Okay. I've been, to, I've been to Wichita three times. So um, the first time I was in Wichita was uh, my freshman year. We played in the in Hutchison's Jamboree. So we had came to Wichita uh, the second time. Uh, we returned to Hutchison for the uh, we returned to Hutchison for the national championship tournament, yeah. and we actually used Wichita. We used Wichita's gym to practice. And the last time I played against Wichita my junior year, the year they were undefeated, um, I believe we might have been the only team that was remotely close to kind of winning a game with them. <laughs> it came down to the end, but it was a ridiculous story. Like, man, we were flying in from Atlanta. There was a major snowstorm. Our entire team, uh, like we had to fly into Kansas on five different flights. We stayed overnight in Atlanta. We came in on five different flights. 
and arrived literally two hours before the game. So we got to the gym and we had no warm up. We only had three minutes to warm up. And um yeah, we just went out there and played with no warm up. At that time we had like I, I believe he was leading the nation in scoring at that moment. Um Jeremy Ingram, he actually went off for like thirty nine points against Wichita that game. I'm looking at the I box believe. score, thirty seven points. Yeah, you're right, you're right there. Thirty seven. Yep, thirty seven points and um it was a hell of a performance. We were we were in it all the way down to the end, but it kind of just you know it was really different for us. It was so loud. It was the loudest I, gym I've ever played in. Um, I remember um, our coaches were coaching with like cards on the sideline um, to to be able to call the plays for us. Nice. And um, yeah, it was a really good game. You know, Clay uh, Anthony ended up getting a steal towards the end, dunked the ball. The crowd went crazy, and that kind of just killed it for us. And then down the end, you know, we started fouling free throws, and that pushed it from, like, four points to, like, 11 points, and it just – it was over for us. Yeah, well, the, that that win for Wichita State at that time, uh, not sure we knew much about North Carolina Central when you guys came in, but you finished 28-6 and six that year, 16-1 and in the conference, so that ended up being – a real good win for Wichita State, and you had a, a nice year that year. Uh, so, man, we, we're glad you're coming to Wichita for the fourth time. Really looking forward to, to seeing you uh, play here with the Aftershocks. Thanks so much for your time, Jordan. Thank you for having me. All right, we appreciate it. All right, bye. There he goes, Jordan Parks. Good stuff. Could have had a much longer conversation with him. Yeah, probably could have. But you cut him off, so we, we could I didn't cut him off. It's, you uh, cut him off. We had a hard out there. Oh, that's what it's called. The hard out. <laughs> Jordan Parks averaged uh, 15.6 points his second year, senior year at North Carolina Central. Led that team in scoring. That team finished 25-8 and eight and undefeated in he, the conference. He's so a big boy, 6'8". He, he had a nice run. 6'8", probably weighs about 240. I yeah. wonder if he could play hockey. I could get him as a defenseman. I could get him a contract right now. You think now. so? At that size, guaranteed. Okay, well, give it a shot. Well, we'll talk to him again. Maybe he can play hockey over in Italy. Oh, there you go. Kind of like a, a double double duty thing. Yeah, Deion Sanders. Absolutely. Well, Italian yeah. Deion Sanders. But different. Well, yeah, because no one's ever played <laughs> hockey in another sport. Really? Man, I should have I should have did that. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Our first hockey two way guy. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So right now we're gonna go back to the IHOP hotline and talk to another. Brand new member of the Aftershocks playing in TBT uh, beginning next Thursday, Marcus Lee, our guest. Hey, Marcus, how are you? Hey, how are you guys? Hey, we're doing well. We, uh, we're talking a lot of nonsense, so we're glad you showed up and, and gave us some structure. So uh, tell me about just, uh, you know, not necessarily your entire career, but you're going, I think you've played in Australia uh, most recently. Are you just starting this year playing in Australia? Is this, this your first one? No, this will be year two in Australia for me. Um, absolutely loved it, but bounced around all of Europe for a little bit and then found my way in Australia these, past, these last two years. Yeah, so do you ever get burnt out on basketball? I don't know if that's the right term, but you obviously play a, an entire season. Now you're coming uh, you know, to Wichita. I don't know how familiar you, you even are with Wichita and, and playing here. Uh, how, how does your body get ready for something like that? Um, I mean, you play basketball your whole life. You 
you're, you always say you need a break after the season, and then you get home and you're like, I miss basketball, and then you just jump right back into it. So it's 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 a give and take with it <laughs> of how you feel each and every day. But I genuinely love it, and yeah, it's hard to get away from it ever. And I've I've played in Wichita. I played in the TBC at Wichita okay. um, a couple years back. Um, so I'm very excited to be on the the home side of it this time. I think I remember that actually. You had a bunch of really good college players on that team, didn't you? Yeah, we we had a really crazy team um, my year, and ended up getting knocked out by someone we really didn't expect. But that's that's usually how the TPT works. It's, yeah, anybody can win. Well, give us a little rundown. Obviously, uh, high school. It looks like here you played in Deer Valley, and then you were. University of Cal Berkeley, and then Kentucky. Just give us a little rundown of how all that worked out for you and how you ended up in your college at the two places in college. Yeah, I went to school in California at Deer Valley um, in the Bay Area, um, then ended up going to Kentucky for uh, three years playing basketball there and then graduating uh, in my third year, which was an amazing experience. I, I actually now live back in Kentucky. That's how much I loved it. Wow. Um, and then after my graduation, I decided to go back home to the Bay Area and go to uh, Cal Berkeley, um, mostly for education reasons because it's one of the best academic schools in the, the world, but also because it gives you that what you were talking about breaks. It gives you that, that sit-out year, which I really enjoyed because I was able to just be a student for a little bit. Absolutely. We're talking with uh, Marcus Lee, uh, played at uh, Cal Berkeley in Kentucky, joining the Aftershocks for uh, this year's tournament, uh, begins at Coke Arena a week from today. So just tell tell me what it was like, you know, coming out of high school for you, especially uh, a very, very high rated and high level recruit, uh, Parade All-American, McDonald's All-American, uh, and you go to Kentucky uh, with a lot of very similar level recruits. Uh, what was that like? What got you to Kentucky? Uh, Coach Cal, obviously a great recruiter, but what was that whole experience like for you, uh, getting all those accolades and then being so highly sought after uh, to play college basketball? Um, yeah, in my end of my high school career, trying to pick a, t- a school to go to was extremely hard. You know, being what, 17, 18, 19, trying to make big, big life decisions, it's almost impossible to do, but I think one of the big things on my list was getting better and competing each day, and that's what Kentucky gave you. I I was playing against some of the – almost every big I played against are NBA bigs every day in practice, and that's what really drew me out there is that I would be able to win, play, and get better each day, and that's that was the main big three things that I needed, and that's what Kentucky was um, able to give me. So, Marcus, uh, obviously, you know, you, you've been to Wichita before. Um, when you, you were on the Kentucky team that uh, bounced Wichita in the second round of the year that they were undefeated, so did that have anything to do with you coming back because you kind of felt bad that you knocked them out that year, so you just wanted to <laughs> come hang out for a little while? <laughs> just give, give my little due diligence. Yeah. Help out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the, the couple times I've been to Wichita, I've, I've loved it. Um, I've played against the Wichita fans, which is not easy. Um, even for the TBT uh, Wichita teams, they pack out the place. And I kind of – I miss the packed games. You know, we get you, in Europe, games are always packed. In Kentucky, games are always packed. So you can always 
you can you can usually say you can't usually say no to stuff like that. And the fans out in Wichita are top notch, and the world knows that. So what was that like? Uh, be, you know, watch you got to, you got the best seat in the house. You didn't get in that game. I know it's just like you said. You're behind Dakari Johnson. You're behind Willie Cauley Stein as a freshman, which is just insane. But what do you remember about that that game between Kentucky uh, and Wichita State in the 2014 NCAA tournament? It was a one a wild year for us because we went from let's say the we were top five in the beginning year to having a rough year and barely making the the tournament to finally being in making it to the tournament and now we're we're headed against this this team that seemed to have everything they needed so that 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 was something that we really focused on and really put in our heads that week and going into it. And it was a battle really the whole from since the jump. And that's something you remember the whole way through is how Wichita just kept fighting and kept fighting. And it it was a, t- a coin flip of who was going to end up winning that game. Yeah. And I remember when the brackets came out and obviously here in Wichita, we were looking there, we're like, they're going to have to play Kentucky in the second round, <laughs> you know, for, for the fans here in Wichita after going undefeated through the year, it's like, Holy man. Like you, 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 that should be a semifinal game, right? That people, no matter what happens, when you, when you, most people think when you have played that great of a year, you should get a little bit of grace going into with your playoff run. And anytime you see Kentucky in your in your bracket, you're like, why did we get dealt that? And that that sometimes messes up people's brackets. <laughs> <laughs> So we're talking with Marcus Lee. He's going to be a member of the Aftershocks, is a member of the Aftershocks. They start uh, playing next Thursday. So I'm just curious, Marcus, what did you study in, in college? What what Because you, you graduated in three years. It took me about three or four times that to finish college. Uh, Jason, I think, is still working on his degree. Yeah, I almost thought about going <laughs> once. <laughs> so what were you studying? What did you like? What do you like to learn about? So my first degree at Kentucky was marketing and advertising. Um, even now I would love to do marketing, um, at, at one point in my life. Um, and then when I moved to Berkeley, I got my second degree in, uh, political science. Wow. That's cool. Uh, yeah. And just before we, we will let you go, tell us how you connected with the aftershocks and, and what got you on this team. Um, honestly, it, it was the fans. I, 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 we, I've played against them qu- quite often. Um, once I got the, the, the ask of to potentially join the team, um, I suggest almost immediately because I knew it would be a chance to play in front of that big fan and finally be on the positive side of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you're definitely a, a welcome addition, a solid addition. Uh, big guy, going to do a lot of things well for, for the Aftershocks, I'm sure. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate uh, you giving us some time today. We know you got big things going on. All right, perfect. Thank you. You Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. All right, thanks a lot. So uh, I've had a lot of fun talking. I was gonna to these say guys. I think you're two for two today. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Like you're you're two for two, and I'm I don't say that very often to you. We got Caleb Walker. He he's not he doesn't know what he's stepping into. Here no, at three twenty five, he better have his uh, his his big boy pants on for this. one. Yeah, he's got to bring because his A it, game. If not, he's falling behind. Yes, on the aftershocks and who's who. He's out of Hutch, so I don't know if he's around town. Right now, if someone uh, listening might know him, uh, but if, if you can get to Caleb Walker, 
<laughs> tell him, man, these other two Aftershocks guys just killed it. Uh, and we got to have something from you, too. Not that I'm doubting him whatsoever. Not at but all. But we want to make it a, a perfect day. We're just simply stating that the first two guys have been fantastic. Yes. That's all. And again, could have talked to Marcus Lee uh, for days and days. His best friend is getting engaged. Oh, so I was going to ask him, too. I was yeah. like, I should have said, hey, what are you doing? Like, what's your plans tonight? Like, what are you doing right now? Are you outside of a club or something? You guys well, hanging he, he out? He lives in Cali, so it's, I think, I think he lives in Cali still. Well, so it's, No, he said he lives in Kentucky, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's, so three. it's Eastern time. It's four. four. Oh, so he could yeah, be. he's getting ready. He's getting ready to go. Can you blame him? Yeah, absolutely. You can? No, I can't. No, I wouldn't think so. Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Where's forgot, your head? I forgot where I was for a second. Where's Does your head? You look, at, you? you look at the TV and then you're gone. It, Just absolutely. like that. Just takes me out of, a little the, embarrassing. Out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, so what have you decided? Jeff and Jason draft? Or I tell you which NFL team is going to be good and maybe we throw around the Simjin 2002. I don't uh, know. We've updated it. I don't again. know. What do you think? <laughs> we'll decide at break. Well, if we have a draft, we have to come up with a category and research it and come up with uh, the selections during the break. Yeah, we might have to sim gym it. No, we're not. We're doing it to draft. Okay, well then, why did you even ask? Stay with us. Like, why do you do that? I don't like, know. why even ask me then? Just say That's we're doing the question. draft. It's a fair question. It's why not a fair ask? question if we're not going to do it and I have to pick one. We're doing something that you need some knowledge of America for. I'm out of here. All right, we'll see you later. Okay. Uh, Hour number two coming up. Bob and Jeff, stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.